Welcome to the Musician's Venture Podcast. This is a podcast focused on lessons learned from musicians' backstories, as well as from building successful careers in the music business. My name is Nick O'Brien, and I'll be interviewing artists and industry experts and offering insights based on events that Wisconsin Music Ventures has produced. On occasion, I'll be joined by Allison M., the founder of Wisconsin Music Ventures, as she and I will dive into topics relevant to the music industry. So let's get down to business. Welcome to this episode of the Musician's Venture Podcast. I am your co-host, Nick O'Brien. And for this episode, Allison and I wanted to take the podcast on location. So we stopped by the fifth year of WiseFest, which is a music festival put on by Wise Farm Productions, which is powered by two Wisconsin Music Ventures members, Melissa and Jeff Weissar of Wise Jennings. This was the festival's first year at its new location, the Kettle Moraine Ranch in Eagle, Wisconsin. Allison and I had the chance to sit down with Melissa Weissar, who discussed the origin story of the festival, as well as what it's like to put on a festival as musicians. We also sat down with a couple of support staff for the festival, in addition to sitting down with uh, one of the performing acts and two additional Wisconsin Music Ventures members who were there in attendance as spectators. So without further ado, I bring you this week's episode of the Musician's Venture podcast, which was on location at Wise Fest in Eagle, Wisconsin. All right, I'm here with Melissa Weissar, who is the mastermind behind the festival that we are doing this interview from, Wise Fest, which is put on by Wise Farm Productions. I'm also here with the one, the only, Allison M., founder and owner of Wisconsin Music Ventures. So, uh, Melissa, tell me, like, about Wise Fest. We'll just start there. What is Wise Fest? Oh, gosh. So, it's, um, this is our fifth one that we've done. Uh, it started with, um, it's just something we did in our, in our yard. Like, this, the first one we did in 2018, and we just, we'd been a performing band for maybe a year or something like that. And we were, I really wanted to do something that could showcase some original music uh, from Wisconsin because I felt like it was difficult, or we were having challenges, just getting shows, getting into festivals, things like that. So I'm like, well, why don't we do something? And so we had like four bands or five bands at our house, like just on a one day thing. Um, and it was immensely popular. <laughs> like we had such a great crowd. And uh, Kyle, were you at that first Wise Fest, the one at our house? So Kyle, sorry, you can't see him, but he's, he's wandering <laughs> around here. Um, we met Kyle, our photographer from Shatter Imagery, um, at a festival we were doing that summer, uh, Ragged Roots, which Derek Remneris runs. And Kyle was just a baby photographer then, and just basically begging people to, to let him take their pictures at shows. And so we got to, we're like, he comes up to us, and we're less than nobodies, and he's like, can I take your pictures? And we're like, yes, please, that would be awesome. Well, we just got to be friends, and so then he shot our first Wise Fest, and so five years later, he's still here shooting pictures for Wise Fest, so... Anyways, how did I? I really went off track there. It's but, all good. It's um, all good. So we, 
decided we were going to continue to do it. Um, I did. Um, because I loved it so much. Like, the organizing aspect of it, I, in my day job, I have kind of an, oper I do have an operational background. So, like, what I do is make processes and figure out how to do things, right? So, it's like a natural fit for me to try to organize something like this. It just, I love it. So, we continue to do it. And we've, uh, you know, we did it at the Walworth County Fairgrounds the next year. The year after that was a COVID year. So we ended up having to cancel the festival, but we had like a, a not wise fest party in our yard. So we still count that. We ended up having some bands play in our yard. The year after that, we did it at a farm down in Illinois. So that was last year. And now we finally landed here at the Kettle Moraine Ranch in Eagle, which is uh, a perfect fit for us. Um, location wise, it's really great distance from Milwaukee, also from Madison, easy for people to get to. Um, and it's just continuing to, to grow year after year. And um, We've got the best crowd we've ever had for it here this year, so we're super pumped about that. Yeah, well, it's uh, it is my first time here, and um, I'm really impressed with just like the setup and <clears throat> all of that. So it's, it's two days. Uh, how many how many bands, artists do you have playing throughout we the two days? Have 21 sets of music. Okay. Um, unfortunately, one of the bands from today had to cancel due to COVID, but I'm trying to convince some of the other bands to just maybe make a super group and pick up some of this time. Yeah. So I'm saying sets now because I never know what's going to happen during the 4 o'clock time slot. Yeah. It might be break time, and then we might have a, a band of uh, super super players up there doing something. I have no idea. Well, well something great's going to happen. There's no doubt about Something's that. Something's going to happen. So talk to us about um, just, like, how do you find the bands and the musicians? Are these just, like, kind of in your network? Or, um, like, are you pulling people into Wisconsin for like that are playing for the first time in Wisconsin? Just kind of talk us through the curation of the, of the sets. I would say it leans more towards bands in my network. Um, a, a, the majority of the bands on the lineup are people that we're really good friends with, um, but they're also amazing musicians. So one of the perks of being a musician is you get to sometimes go around and meet people that are just absolutely incredible. You get to share a bill with people um, or you're at a show or, or whatever and you see these amazing musicians. And I would say I really only had one band or maybe two or three bands on the lineup that I had never heard before. Like everybody else that's on the lineup are bands that I've heard and that I've met and I know that they're not douchey people like they're good people except for this guy <laughs> <laughs> this guy Craig Bauman he's alright we keep him around <laughs> I appreciate that so how about like so it's, this is the fifth year um, you know, it's it started in your yard, and you moved it around a little bit, and so in its fifth year, like, just what does it what does it feel like? You know, as a as a, I don't it doesn't seem like you you intended to to turn this into a festival, but it, it, it has done that, um, and you have the best attendance that you've had. Like, just what's what's it feel like on the second day of of Wise Fest's fifth year? Oh, it's really it's been really fun. That's all I want is just to throw a good party. Right? Throw a good throw throw a good party. 
give people something that they're going to be able to walk away with some good memories and then they go away and they tell their friends and then the next time it's bigger so there's nothing like word of mouth or like experiencing it yourself and then that's what convinces you to spread the word to other people and and you know that's why it takes so long to to really build something that's you know meaningful in that way like it's it's not an overnight thing like you can't just decide oh i'm going to pull together this amazing lineup of musicians and expect that people are going to show up it doesn't really work that way unfortunately it really doesn't yeah yeah it's, yeah it's community it, it's about building community and um i tell people all the time like it for me and what we do we do this as a community over commerce so like it's not about making money it's about building community and that's just a an approach that's the approach we take to it yeah well uh being a community lover myself that really resonates with me and certainly you know you, you got to make things a business um but i think it's recognizable when the approach is community first and commerce second um and i think you know just Allison, to kind of pull you into the conversation here, um, that's that's the same you know same kind of mentality of Wisconsin Music Ventures and uh, Wise Farm Productions and 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 Wise Fest is is super aligned you know mm-hmm. in terms of what it can do to kind of help the Wisconsin music industry. So I guess from your perspective as you know somebody in the industry you know uh, bringing people together, building kind of a uh, an infrastructure, an ecosystem for music, if you will. Like, what, you know, what does Wise, Wise Fest mean to, to someone like you? Uh, I just, uh, you know, when I first was told about Melissa and learned of who she was, uh, it was not long after I started Wisconsin Music Ventures, and I was like, yeah, that's someone I need to get involved in. <laughs> that's because it's exactly what we were looking to do. And, um, yeah, it just, you know, I want to make sure that people who are doing um, similar things and have similar visions and missions are, are working together because um, then we're just going to make the state better and better, um, faster and faster. So um, I think that's, does that answer your question? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's no right answer or wrong answer. It's just, um, I, I just love to see this. Like, and, and I think the one of the first things that Allison and I connected on was she told me that she was like, you know, we're doing... You know, original music in um, in intimate venues and kind of unconventional venues, and certainly having um, you know a festival like this, Melissa, uh, at a, at a, a <laughs> Kettle Moraine Ranch, um, falls into that. So this type of experience really resonates with me, and obviously it resonates with a lot of other people too. Um, I'm guessing you see a lot of like repeat attendance and and then them telling their friends and bringing you know a group of other people every year like do you have any like memorable stories that um are uh podcast appropriate uh from from wise fest that you want to share yeah um one that always stands out to me so when we did our second wise fest at the walworth county fairgrounds there were these two ladies that were that showed up at the festival like um from Springfield, Illinois, like, and and I ha- had no idea who they were, but like they came up and introduced themselves to us, and they were like so excited, and we're like, why are you here? Like, you're this isn't even like remotely close to Springfield, right? 
And they said that they were just like looking online and happened to come across an, an ad for it or something. And they're like, you know what? We need to get out of town. Huh? Let's take a drive up there. So they showed up like sight unseen, no idea, didn't know any of the bands. They've been at almost every single festival that we've thrown since. And they bring people with them. They're here this weekend. And they, like they bought now they volunteer and they, you know, they spread the word. Like it's just so funny. So Karen and Tina are their names. And they're like, like that just stands out to me because it was they took this weird gamble on some random thing. And now they're like part of our family. Like they've stayed at our house, you know, like so that that was a really cool connection, like like a story like that where kinda embodies that whole concept of like you create something and then people will buy in and then keep coming back and telling other people, you know. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm guessing the, you know, is the music that initially drew them, but then what keeps them coming back is, sounds like it's that, it's that community approach, yeah. you know, just. Like, it was, that was one thing they said, they just felt like they just fit in, like, didn't know a soul, but they're like, oh, this is, yeah, these are our people, you know. That's awesome, that's awesome. Uh, well, uh, we will certainly be talking with um, some musicians as well as some fans and some maybe b more behind-the-scenes people. Uh, I ask one question? Yeah. Um, I was just going to ask, from an organizer perspective, what's it like to be a musician playing on your own festival? Does that, like, make you crazy when you're on stage, uh, but you still have to be aware of what's happening yeah, around you? Yeah, it's uh, really difficult. That's <laughs> I, I think the one thing that um, I get stressed out about knowing that I have to do that and I try to to remedy that I usually try to put our ourselves really soon on the lineup <laughs> so either like my original intent was to have us play Friday last night but because of how I had to rearrange things due to other band schedules we we ended up having to perform today which I don't like to be honest like I'm ready by this time I'm ready to be just like <laughs> no more responsibility, you know? So, yeah, it's a little, and it's not so much that I'm stressed out to perform, it's just I, I would rather not be, you know? Because I'm having fun, and I, that seems more like work at this point to me than making sure things are going okay, you know? Does it feel different, like actually on stage when you're playing at your own festival versus someone else's or another gig? This is gonna sound really weird, but like, and I don't know that this is necessarily a healthy thing. <laughs> I feel sometimes like when we perform at our own things, like it's um, like people feel obligated to listen to us. And like, are they really listening to us because they want to listen to us or they feel like they have to because we organized it? Which is part of the reason why I don't, I would prefer that we aren't even on the lineup, but I f also feel an obligation that I kind of have to perform, especially at this one. You know, like it's our name, our namesake festival. But I mean, that is raw and real. Like I'm really uncomfortable with it, and I f I don't want people to feel guilted into having to watch us. I think it's because Jeff and I have a real issue with self-confidence, which is why a lot of our songs are very self-loathing and. Uh, um, you know, debasing of ourselves. It's just, that's our nature. We don't, we're good Northern Wisconsin folk who don't like to put anybody out. And so feeling like 
that we are maybe making people feel obligated to do something is bothersome. Yeah. Now, Jeff, no, I'm speaking for myself. Yes. He totally gets off on this stuff. <laughs> He's going to be all in and real energetic, and I'm going to be like, mm, but. Well, speaking from a, a fan perspective, Melissa, um, I never feel like obligated to listen to Wise Jennings. I always feel like energized too. Like it's, it's a want to, and I feel like a lot of other people who come to this festival feel that way too. But it's that cringy feeling for any musician when they hear themselves. Like if I walk into the barn and there's a playlist going, it's this happened yesterday, and one of our songs was playing. I was like, oh, like I just wanted to crawl out. Like it was to me the cringy feeling of hearing myself. Like that was weird. Or that seems weird to me. I hate it. I usually leave the room. So, no. but I also appreciate the fact that there are people that actually do like the music and they really do want to hear it. And so I'm, I'm like, okay, whatever. I won't tell them to skip the song. Like, okay, it can go. <laughs> well, I'm sure Karen and Tina are fired up for your, uh, I'm for sure your show. Are. I'm sure they are. Yeah. But if they're not in there, I'm going to be like, oh man, they must be sick of us. No. <laughs> well, um, Melissa, it's been great to talk, and uh, thanks for doing this. This yeah. is awesome. No problem. Sorry, I get real long-winded. It's okay. Like, I feel like I've been really talking a lot here. No, it's all good. Well, you were... You were, you were the, asking me questions. You're right. That's that's the point. That's the point. <laughs> so, And this yeah. is different than the last time we talked with not being in the... The basement yeah, with the glass bottles shattering on the floor. The of the, of the uh, deja vu martini That lounge. was so funny. I was like, oh, <laughs> we're getting in trouble. <laughs> the, the slaps that were... Audible, though. Those are high fives for anyone listening. For yes. sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mel uh, Melissa has been high fived no less than seven times during the course of this 10 minute conversation. Let's make a nice, uh, even yeah. number. Yeah. Snowman. Eddie, that. Eight times. My friend Eddie is also responsible for this tent. So Eddie, right. and, Eddie and Carrie, they Amazing are job. managing hospitality. Honored to do it. And we wanted to bring it up and make sure everybody had a comfortable space that they could be. And I think it came from. Yeah. With Melissa's help. Uh, I am here with Ali Thomas, who handles social media and all things promotion for uh, WiseFest. Um, Ali, just let's just start by talking about kind of your how you intersected with uh, Melissa and Jeff and, and Wise Jennings and Wise Farm, and then we'll uh, we'll kind of dive into your role here with the festival. Well, I've known of Wise Jennings for quite some time, um, but I went to WiseFest last year. And I was talking with Jeff during one of the, the sets, and I was in between some jobs at the moment, and I was kind of looking for something else to do. Um, and I was saying, I think I want to do something with social media. And Jeff was like, well, do you want to work for us? So it just like, I'm really glad that I went to WiseFest, because one, it was fun. Um, and then two, I got this great opportunity to work with amazing people and amazing musicians too and to help out um, with this wise farm community that's that's here it's really cool to hear i mean there's so many stories i've heard um just with how going to something a show or a festival just opens the door for somebody um and this isn't yet another example of yeah. that um what was your kind of like background in music before that. You are a musician yourself, correct? Yeah, correct. Uh, so, so uh, like, tell me about how you got, you went from musician to social media or did it go the other way? Uh, probably 
the other way. I feel like I've always been a musician from a, a young age, or I've always wanted to be a singer. Um, and then the social media thing just kind of started. I mean, I feel like a lot of people my age are like very in tune with social media. Um, and I just I started doing it at the at a coffee shop that I work at as well. Um, and I just started helping out with the social media for the for the coffee shop. Um, and it just kind of like spread to my personal account, um, and then I'm managing a few, quite a few accounts now um, for local bands and businesses. So that's awesome. Like picked it up. <laughs> so what's it been like, um, you know, running social media for Wisefest 2022? Yeah, um, it's been a lot. I'm like, kind of, I mean, I'm really excited that the day is here and I'm trying to enjoy it, but I'm just like ready to stop talking about it too. It's like <laughs> just posting about it every day. Um, but it's just been awesome to like get to know the all the artists that are playing, you know, just reading about the bios, listening to a few of their songs. So I found like some new faves of mine too. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's great to be able to help promote this awesome community um, and to try to like promote the brand and like the special things that happen here, um, as well as the amazing talent that, that is showcased at the festival too. Yeah, well, a little bit earlier we heard kind of uh, Melissa's take on the brand and with it being, you know, um, com community over commerce, you know, community first. Mm -hmm. um, how does that translate to your promotion of the festival and just like what does the brand mean to you? Yeah, um, I think that, well, to me, when I think of Wise Farm, I just think of like a place that you can just come as you are. Um, and I guess I try to promote that through the social media posts too. Um, and also just to showcase local things over big brands or big names or touring acts or something like that. Um, it's I think it's very important to support the people that are around you and your friends. Um, and I think that everyone kind of becomes friends here and everyone finds like a new favorite act to like or support or go see in their, their local town or drive an hour away. You know, everyone's pretty much in Wisconsin or Illinois that's playing here at Wisefest today, so yeah. Well, we were talking earlier with a, a few uh, um, band members and, and, and also uh, attendees of the festival, and it's interesting to hear them talk about how there's just a different feel to a festival that is put on by musicians, and uh, obviously you're a part of that. And so from the musician's perspective, like, um, you know, what does, what does WiseFest mean to you? And like, how has it opened doors for you as a musician? Obviously it opened some doors for you as a social media professional. Mm -hmm. um, but from a musician's perspective, I mean, you, you said you've met some new people and, uh, you know, talk about that. It's just like how it's opened doors for your, for your music career. Yeah, for sure. Um, first of all, I just want to say that um, you were saying that they, this, this festival is planned by musicians and it's very apparent because like there's two amazing stages that we have set up today and there's 
like professional sound people running that um, and that makes like so much difference when there's a sound person instead of like you running your own sound and someone to like check in for you um, so that's amazing and then also the fact that we have photographers here too that just makes it feel like more professional and it's like an extra added little treat to have those photographs of your performance as well um, what was the original question? Yeah, no, that was <laughs> that was one of them. I tend to I tend to <laughs> double up on questions. Um, but like, the festival itself and how it's opened some doors for you for as a musician. You know, just like meeting other people. Um, have you gotten, you know, have you kind of come across gigs uh, and th things like that um, from people that you've met at the festival? Just this this community first approach. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it pays off for a lot of people, both on the musician and the attendee side. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, it's just like you kind of connect with other people, and then especially if you're like, you know, if you're both in Milwaukee, then you get to maybe share a bill down the line. Um, or even with Wise Farm, just like playing one of their events, it kind of leads to um, us like asking people to play again. Um, or kind of finding like the right setting for it. So we have like different events throughout the year. There's a Halloween show, a bluegrass show, the bike nights here at the Catamaran Ranch. And um, yeah, I think it's just amazing that once you meet someone, it's like not, it's not a competition. It's like, how can I help you? And hey, who do you know that does recording? Or who do you know that can play keyboard for me or something like that? Um, it's just really cool that we have those resources in each other. Do you feel that like largely in the Wisconsin music scene? Or is it kind of more specific to like the kind of Wise Farm network? I personally, I found it um, that's present in the Wisconsin music scene, for sure. Yes. Yeah. I feel like everyone is friends, or at least, I don't know. That's how I operate. <laughs> I'm sure there's some sort of drama somewhere. Um, but yeah, I think that's how I approach it. And I think it just works better that way when we're all exchanging ideas and information. Awesome, yeah, I, I see that too and I, I feel that. I was just gonna ask, uh, do you have a particularly favorite like social media hack that you can share that's worked really well in your publicity or for WiseFest? I think um, just posting a variety of things, like um, stories work really well, but then like posting the information heavy things in posts. Um, but then also just like talking about people, I think is a really important aspect of it. I mean, um, like it's even in the title, it's like social media. Um, and I think that people really relate more to the, the photos of people and people talking um, over just like a graphic with information or like a still photo or something like that. So that's something that I'm like working to incorporate and I've also noticed that it just like when you're looking at the numbers like there's obviously a lot more likes and views and shares on that kind of thing. All right. Well, you heard it here from the social media expert of uh, WiseFest that uh, orient your post around people, you know, and uh, yeah, so thank you for sitting down with us, Allie. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Yes. <laughs> All right, this is Allison M. here on site at Wise Fest with Mike Murphy, who is running sound at one of the stages. Mike is a longtime friend, and uh, he's done some sound for some of our Wisconsin Music Ventures events, and I just wanted to get his perspective on uh, the event today. And uh, you've been running sound at Wise Fest for, for all of the years? 
many Pretty of them. Much all of them, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Melissa said it's been five years in the making here. Yeah, at, at least. There's there's a couple events before the official Wise Fest. Uh, we started at their their house, and it's kind of evolved. It's gone through yeah. a couple different locations, and now we've settled on the Kettle Moraine Ranch. And uh, when Jeff and Melissa at Wise Farm Productions, when they take over this place, it's just it's magical. It's yeah. got uh, the bands that they hire are all so different, and it's just a great atmosphere. Yeah, you know what? Where are some of the bands from? Oh, all over the place. Uh, Minnesota, obviously Wisconsin, um, Illinois, but I know there's there's been some from as far as Texas okay. and all over the place. Nice. Have you worked with some of these bands before? Yeah, occasionally um, through. All the events that I do with all other people, including uh, Wisconsin Music Ventures, uh, we've seen some of the same artists out here. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any favorites? Anyone that you really look forward well, to working you know, with? Kala just finished up, and uh, he's always a favorite of mine. And actually, I met him at an event uh, for you guys a couple of years ago. Um, but uh, yeah, he's a good one. Obviously, Wise Jennings. Yeah. Coming up later. Yeah, Melissa's very shy about talking about them as musicians, so... Uh, about themselves? Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, so so now as yeah, let's have someone talk about them. Like, what do you have to say about them as musicians? Well, man, they're uh, just a creative force, really, a husband and wife, and uh, they both have jobs, and they're in a band together, they have kids, and somehow they find time to run this awesome event here. Um, so they're just, they're amazing people. Uh, all around, and of course their music is going to be amazing too. Yeah, so. yeah. And you you keep showing up year after year, so you must like working with them. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> uh, really. I mean, what's what's not to love about it? Yeah. What's your favorite story from Wise Fest? Oh man. No pressure. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've seen all kinds of stuff. We've seen thunderstorms and uh, squelching heat. Squelching heat. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Um, I don't, no, it's just, I think everyone, every event just kind of gets better. Yeah. I think that's my favorite thing about it. This is definitely the biggest one, right? Definitely, as far as attendance, as far as number of bands. you got two stages this year. Um, yeah. yeah, all around the biggest. Yeah. Anything else we can look forward to this weekend? About six or seven more bands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. And then you have your own sound business. You want to talk about that at all? Yeah, Rock Shop Band Studios. Um, it's a rehearsal studio in McGuanago, and we do a lot of different things, including sound and lights production for uh, festivals and bands. Um, but it's a rehearsal studio you can rent out. We do classes for kids and adults to get to join in rock bands and and see what it's all about to experience music with others. Thanks for sharing. Anything else? I think that pretty much covers it. All right. Thanks for talking, Mike. Yeah, thanks for being here. All right. Uh, I'm here at the WiseFest Music Festival uh, in Eagle, Wisconsin, at the Kettle Moraine Ranch. Interesting and unique and awesome venue uh, for this festival. I am joined by uh, three Wisconsin Music Venture ven members, uh, Mike Thompson and Kat Downs from Sick Kitty Sit as well as Kulla and Anthony Deutsch, uh, who just finished their set at WiseFest. Uh, Kulla and Anthony, well, what'd the show feel like? How did, how'd it go? 
Fantastic, Nick. Thanks for asking. It was no, it went really well. Me and Anthony have been playing for with each other for a little bit now, a few years, and today was just we just let loose and vibed on the energy of the crowd and on the songs that we knew, and I was very satisfied with it. What do you think? I was also satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a spacious time. Spacious, yeah. I can that say, as a spectator, the sound out front was phenomenal, and these guys sounded fantastic. Your voice, majestic. You, amazing. The keys, everything blended very, very well. The barn. Who was doing sound? You know the, you know the guy? Mike Murphy? Shit, that guy, amazing. Uh, really, 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 really great. Yeah, and it's it did sound really great yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah, big time. It was like, it was like church. And listeners, you can probably hear a sound check happening on that exact same stage uh, in the background here. Um, Colin, so this was the first time you played Wisefest, correct? No, it was like it's like the fourth time or third or fourth okay. time. Okay, all right. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if I'm not a like OG Wisefest musician, but. I think maybe the second or third one I started playing with them, and they've asked me every time. How many, what is, which number of Wisefest is this? Because they've only been a band about five years, right? Five? Yeah, I think is it's, it, I think oh, it's they started right off the bat. I must have been doing, I know. So you kind of are OG. I mean, compared to, so, I mean, I asked the audience, the members today, I was like, who is, is this your first time? And there was a lot of first timers, yeah. so. It's our first time. So, like, how does it, uh, I know the festival has moved around um, different locations. How does this venue, you know, stack up in terms of uh, the performance perspective? The, the performance? I mean, it's always been good because Jeff and Melissa are musicians themselves, so they they know how to take care of musicians, and they understand. They, it's always been good from the performance, on the performance side, but, like, in terms of production and the, the location and the venue and all that stuff, I think this is, I think it's the best one. I mean, yeah. I think, yeah, I, I like it the best. It's a hell of a lineup. It's a hell of a lineup. That too. Yeah. Well, Kat and Mike, as musicians who are attending the festival um, and good friends of, of uh, Melissa and Jeff's, like, your first Wise Fest, what's, uh, yeah. what's the impression well, so far? Well, we're, we're sort of new to the area. We've only been here two years. Um, and we were fortunate enough to play at Wise Farm, Jeff and Melissa's home, last Halloween. Um, and that was amazing. And they're just the best people ever uh and this is our first wise fest here at, at the ranch and it's i mean it's like this place is like a little slice of heaven it's it's the sound is amazing that you know josh patterson is the best um and mike of course uh the lineup is amazing they curated this perfectly mm-hmm. and hopefully maybe next year we'll, we'll we'll come and rock out maybe yeah we'll see you never know you guys are camping out tonight, camping so out like tonight. Yep. that's the whole brings the whole festival experience, uh, you know, to to life. Yep. And uh, the, the grounds are beautiful, super easy to get in now. Everything's just laid out perfectly. Yep. Um, it's clean, and lovely. I, the the alternating between stages, the indoor and outdoor stage, is super smart. Um, I just they're just great. Great, great people to know, great yeah. friends to have. Lovely, lovely, lovely. And they are—they are such sticklers for production. Like, yep. even the show at their at their home, full professional stage sound, full light rigging, the whole deal. Like, they put on shows the way they want to play shows, and you can tell. Yeah. And it just makes the whole experience that much more enjoyable as an audience member because no corners are being cut. 
like you're getting the full deal you know what i mean and yeah. it's, it just makes it so much more fun i think yeah well they, they certainly have like a kind of a community first approach to this festival and and, and everything that they do i think that really comes out melissa shared a story about you know a couple of fans who just picked the festival out of out of the blue sight unseen showed up from springfield illinois and and they've continued to come back every single year i mean that says it all and it blows my mind that they've only been playing music for five years together it seems i don't know it seems crazy i mean you know obviously they've been married a long time and they're both have been playing music for a long time they're, they're just I don't know they're they're next level love them <laughs> just love them so much and uh, yeah it's all about community and these there's these like you know these smaller festivals all around Wisconsin all the time I mean you know, the last time you you know three of us talked was mile music festival um, not a small festival by any means no. but the community is small yes. you know there's a lot of festivals of this size I can't believe actually Looking at the list of festivals, there's like this website somebody yeah. sent me. I don't know who sent me. I think it was like, Denise. Uh, yeah, Denise Mojo, our, our girl. Uh, she's like, these are all the festivals that happen in Wisconsin in the summer. There was like 500 festivals it's in the insane. state. It's insane. I'm like, <laughs> what is happening in Wisconsin right now? This is crazy. Yeah. Uh, and, and, yeah, I would say, shit, we played All Bands on Deck Festival in Green Bay last yeah. week. Um, which was their second, uh, and that was really, really great. Kudos to them, um, Kylie and, and Tarl, and just a lot of the, the music in Wisconsin is just so like it's like a big bear hug. Yeah. Everybody's just like, ah, oh, just rocking around together. I love it. Vastly different than California. <laughs> Vastly different than California, obviously. Yeah, well, it's also cool. I mean, like you know, there's there's festivals across the country and. Yeah. Um, it seems like, you know, uh, at least in my experience, a lot of the festivals in Wisconsin seem to be produced by musicians yeah. themselves. That's the key. Which brings, uh, you know, a, a completely kind of different approach to things and, and the quality of production and just the network of yeah. other artists and bands that are kind of already there. Yep. Um, yep. And, and it makes it a lot easier, I'm sure, to kind of lead with that community first approach. You said it. Yeah. And, and obviously, Kala, with with y'all like playing this festival, you know, a handful of years now. Like, did you know Melissa and Jeff before Wise Fest, or have you gotten to know them more, more, more from playing in the festival? Like, what, what's the connection there? Why do you feel like you were on? You've been on the set list uh, so many times. I, I think I just met them when they started. I was right around the same time. I was hitting the scene hard, like gigging everywhere I could. And I think I was playing with a band at the time and trying to get it in everyone's face and as loud as we can uh, with the band and make a big, a big splash. And I think that we first played at Saloon in Calhoun. I think that's what like might have, I think that's what where they might have seen us perform. And where then they're like, at Saloon in, it? no, it's in Brookfield. Brookfield. Okay. Oh yeah. It's closing. They're, they ran out of bacon finally. <laughs> Yeah, but that, I mean, that, so there was some event there for the Amplified Artist Series, I think it was. And Thea. Thea with Thea, yeah. I, I want to say that's at least one of the, either they had seen me before or that was the event where they were able to see the whole band and like, we want you to come play. And um, and that was, yeah, and we had a good slot with the full band, Wise Fest 20, 
19, I think it was, or 12. It's crazy because COVID was, COVID, COVID had just, just took everything out and they still were able to do as much as they could. But um, this has been the year where it's finally like back. It's like finally like this is what they wanted to do probably during COVID, like this type of scale and stuff. So yeah, I mean, I, I think that it was just, you know, any musician to be played where on a festival or whatever it is, it's always good to do that the people see you perform. <laughs> Yeah. That always gives you an edge sometimes. Definitely. Like a festival by musicians for musicians. You know, it's it's great. Uh, and it's 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 very much a listening a listening festival. A lot of festivals are just kind of like people just do whatever. But I, I feel like here, I mean, we've only been here a couple hours. <laughs> we were going to come yesterday, but even just being here a couple hours, everybody's really tuned into the lineups and who's playing and um it's, it's kind of got like a like a mile of music vibe to it, you know, where it's all original mostly, or you know whatever. But it's it, you could tell that a lot of time and energy went into putting this on, and, and I commend them for that. So. Yeah, it, it's great. I just want to say uh, <laughs> thanks for representing wearing your your gear today. Uh, you all miss seeing yeah. yeah, you yeah. all miss seeing Cullis snowman socks a minute ago. By the way, I just wanted to point that out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, and uh, I mean, it's a really cool spot here. I love like you know. You, I think you all know. Um, I really like working with uh, unusual places, and I just was uh, wondering if you might speak on some of the unusual places you might have played through Wisconsin Music Ventures. I got a good go-to place that I is always the most, it's probably the most unique place I've ever played, hands down. It's at the Rock Climbing Gym <laughs> on North Avenue. What is it? Adventure, Adventure Rock? Rock? Adventure yeah. Rock. I just remember, like, playing my banjo and singing weird, like, you know, old folk melodies and stuff and just watching people, awesome. watching people way above just <laughs> go climbing, and I was just like, oh. Were you suspended in the air? I, I felt it for a second. I was like, I was like, I'm going to suspend this cord while they're suspended. <laughs> That's a, yeah. No, I. It's a bad, that's a bad one. But, no, I, I don't know how to suspend cords. I don't know. I, no, I, it, it did feel like that though. It was really, it was trippy. It was trippy to be, I was in like the middle of it. There was this weird, strange little like elevated, you know, you use it as a stage. I put my amp like on the, there was even another, I put my amp way up top in this middle of this rectangular square gym for rock climbing. And I, yeah, that was, that was definitely the most interesting place. It was fun. Nice. Cat? Well, Mike, I will credit Wisconsin Music Ventures as um, being responsible for our very first show out of the pandemic. Oh, that's right. Yes. Um, yes, 100%. At the premiere in Green Bay mm -hmm. uh, in May of 2021. Mm -hmm. Yes, right? Yeah. I had to have been. We moved in July 2020. Yeah. Uh, May of 2021, mm -hmm. our very first show in 400 and how many days? It was almost exactly 400 days. 400, 400 days, days yeah. we hadn't played out and... <clears throat> and uh, WMV put on a magnificent little room at, at Premiere. Yep. An unusual place for uh, Yeah. It was because it was it's like an event space, so it's solid white, and everyone had to be seated, 
and they all had to be six feet away from each other, and they all had to be masked. And the entire back wall was all glass. And yeah, the entire back wall was all glass. So, so it was bright, it was white, <laughs> and no one could dance. And it was so we always call those library crowds. Like they're very into what you're doing, and there will be a very sudden and loud burst of applause, and then dead silence as they wait for you to play your next song. Yeah. <laughs> Which was so, fine. Which it, was great. It was phenomenal. Like everyone, it was so nice to see, and we had it, we had we had people come from a long way away to was, see us, and it was great. Yeah. Um, thank you. Yeah. Thank for you that. for that. I mean, that was yeah. very it was, unique. Yeah. It was like, wow, we were ready to rock. Like, full drum set in that room was like. It was like. Crazy. It was, it was like. Loud. Yeah. I mean, twice twice as wide as this room, and then all glass mm-hmm. wall. Oh, wow. So it was like pow pow pow, <laughs> pow. like. And my and I was like trying to like not because I play really hard and uh, I was like ah I'm trying to just tone it down I'm like you know what I never mind it. nah it, <laughs> it but I think it was all right I think it was all right I mean you know no you couldn't tell everybody was just like this like <laughs> and the chairs looked exactly like, like this yeah. <laughs> but you know what damn it. Four hundred days. We were ready to rock and we were, roll. We so were very thank ready you to for yeah. thank you for that, Allison, and yeah. and, and that yeah. was that was it. That was yeah. you know our introduction into this great group and mm-hmm. and back into some semblance of reality. You know we always live on the edge of reality, but that was our yeah, right <laughs> back in. So yeah, awesome. Well, um, Wise Fest. You know it's. Uh, it's about, 2022. it's about community, and I gotta say, like, Mike and Kat, like, we've only really hung out at festivals. I know. So, um, festival besties? Right. Festy besties? If, <laughs> if for no other reason than that, like, festivals are, are where it's at, and uh, we're, 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 we're all ha- happy and, and grateful for, for, for Melissa and Jeff and Wise Farm Productions for putting on Wise Fest for now its fifth year. Super cool venue here at yep. the Catamaran Ranch. Uh, thanks for sitting down with us, everyone. Yeah, it's yeah, got to be man. the podcast interview that has been the most uh, difficult to kind of move the mic around. <laughs> but been fun. You're it's been pro. fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for listening to the Musicians Venture Podcast. Please leave ratings and reviews from wherever you're listening from. Check us out online at themusiciansventure.com for more information on what we have happening, to find past episodes, and ways to get in touch with us. Find us on social media at The Musicians Venture on Facebook and Instagram, and at Musician Venture on Twitter. Like and follow us on all those platforms, and hey, while you're there, engage with and share our content with your friends. The Musician's Venture Podcast is hosted by me, Nick O'Brien, with guest host appearances from Allison M. The podcast is produced by Shannon Coulard, with theme music by Mike Neumeyer. Thanks again for listening. Thank you.